You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. Now, if I said the name Alan Fletcher to you, what would immediately come to mind? Would it be Cop Shop? Would it be Neighbours? What would it be? Well, I'm very pleased to be speaking with uh, with Alan today about his musical career, and he joins me on the line now. Good morning and welcome, Alan. Thanks, Tracy. Great to be with you. Now, well, you are, of course. I mean, we can't go without saying, you know, for 27 years you've been playing uh, Dr. Carl Kennedy on Neighbours. Man, yeah. that's almost a life sentence. Uh, it is. It, it, when you think about it, it's a generation. My, my, my wife... Uh, was pregnant in my first year on Neighbours with our first child, Veronica, who's now 27. And so, and both my kids have only ever known me as working on that show, even though I've done lots of other mm. stuff besides. You know, it's, it's extraordinary. So it's kind of like, you know, my, what, what does your dad do for a job? Oh, he's, he works on, a, on this TV show. <laughs> <That's> it, <you laughs> know. And he has done for 27 years. Yeah. yeah. You really, uh, I mean, Dr. Carl, you know, he's been nice, he's been cheeky, he's been sleazy. He's, he's really gone the whole gamut of, uh, of human emotions and, uh, and of different personalities, hasn't he? Yeah, and that's why, you know, Tracy, that's why I've been able to do it for 27 years because the, the story writers uh, and, and, and storyline has given me so much interesting material. Because like a lot of people in life, if we think back to that people we know really well, they often do change a lot over the period of their life in terms of how they think about the world, how they behave. So it's so interesting to play one guy in 140 different guises, if you like. Uh, it's been fantastic. It really is amazing. Now, obviously, you know, a lot of us knew you before the Neighbours days. You know, we knew you as uh, as Frank Rossi from Cop Shop. How much, uh, how much did you learn during your time on Cop Shop? Oh, it was, actually, it was really interesting on Cop Shop because the... The cast were very proactive in dealing with Victoria Police. So uh, we, we, you know, we often had the opportunity to go out with the police and see how they operate and, and uh, you know, get, get a chance to actually you know, sit in police cars and, and watch stakeouts and things wow. like that. So it was actually a really well-researched well, well show. And it was a funny show because it was actually made as a fill-in for a, for a summer screening when you know, they, they didn't feel like they had a show and it ran, ended up running for almost eight years. It really was incredible. It was such a uh, such an amazing piece of uh, of television production. And and when you look back on those days, and and you know it was it was the precursor to the Blue Heelers, you know, to all of those cop shows that that have now uh, that are now here. It really did set set the the pace for the rest of them, didn't it? I think so. A great cast, of course. Mm. You know, you got your Peter Adams and your Johnny Orchicks and and uh, and so forth. And John McTurnan was marvelous. Just so wonderful. Terry Norris, amazing. Yeah, you know, great cast, and um, and that's I think what made the show so special is having that that great cast. Now, how are you feeling? Obviously, we're coming to the end of uh, of Neighbours. How are you feeling? Is it is it a little well, bit one part joy, the other part sad? Yes, exactly that, exactly that. But I mean, the sadness is something that just comes on you as 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 uh, it's triggered. The, you you don't expect it to come. The joy is there all the time because we're surrounded by people who've come back from the past. Uh, wonderful, wonderful actors who can, who can. They've actually, you know, so many of them said, "Yes, I'd be more than happy to come back and do something at the end of the show." Because everyone who's been on it is full of admiration for the program and what it gave them. So we've got some great names coming back. So you know, we're celebrating. It's fantastic. And then suddenly, I, the other day, I was on Ramsey Street. I looked across and I had a flash of my first scene with Jesse Spencer, twenty-seven, oh, wow. twenty-eight years ago, standing there buying twenty-eight Ramsey Street, and I thought, "Oh my lord." Yeah, this has been an incredible journey, and I am now saying the lines from the very last scene 
as it'll ever be seen on the show, and and that that's really moving. Um, yeah, a little tear sprung to the eye there, and there'll be a few more. We've got we finish on June the tenth, and um, that that very last day of filming, of course, will be highly charged emotionally, uh, and I think a lot of people will, like, will be like me; they won't quite know what to feel. Mm. You know, it's 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 very strange. It really it, you gave me goosebumps when you uh, when you started talking then. Uh, yeah. And and the sad thing is as well. I mean, we've spoken to a lot of people uh, since the announcement came out. You know, the the biggest thing is Alan, it it was such a nursery for for training actors and actresses and training people of how to do this day in day out, how to hone your craft more and more. It's going to be really sad that that you know, virtually Home and Away is the only one left now that actors can can hone their skills in. That's quite true. Uh, you know, you, you, you're spot on there. One thing that's been a big hallmark of Neighbours actors, you know, everyone talks about how, how people have gone on to great fame in other shows and overseas and so forth, your Margot Robbie's, etc. But they all concede that the directors who hired them overseas found their, their work incredibly appealing because they were across so many areas of the workplace, which is what happens at Neighbours. We know exactly what the sound guys have to do. We know what the continuity people do. We know everybody's job, and we know how to help them do those jobs. Um, and that makes us for a well-rounded performer. So it's a joy to perform on something like Neighbours because you learn so, so much. It's really good. You really do. Now, look... As I said, we're talking today about uh, your second single. It has uh, it has just been released from your forthcoming EP. I didn't realise you sung, but you've you've had a very long career in singing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Now I did a lot of music theatre when I was a, 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 an actor, and uh, oh, when I was an actor, I'm still an actor. <laughs> I was going to say you still are, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm retiring, please. Um, There's a uh, scoop. No, when I was a stage actor, I did a lot of musicals, uh, and. That's a particular style. So, you know, I also have done a lot of those uh, jazz concerts and swing concerts over the years, uh, Christmas concerts, that sort of thing. And I love Christmas music because, you know, you, on my Spotify, you, you, you'll see that I've got, I've got a passion for Christmas music. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, I had a rock band, a waiting room for, for, for about 15 years. I was fronting a rock band. So I played around in all these genres. But the one genre that I hadn't really done anything in was folk and country uh, and, and Americana, which I absolutely love and always have. Uh, so mercifully, I discovered a couple of producers at the Tamworth Country Music Festival in 2019 who said, come and do some work. And I'm actually right now sitting in their studio. Here I am three years later, um, putting the finishing touches to the album, which will come out at the end of the year. And the EP, of course, comes out in June. I'm really looking forward to uh, to hearing the rest of the EP because uh, I've had a listen to uh, Meet Me on the Steps of the Bombed Out Church. I've also had a listen to your duet with Elise Platt. It really is, as you say, this Americana is, is what we're calling it now, isn't it? This this country American style, you know, the, the Keith Urban-ish type style. That's really where you're heading and it sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, and so, Meet Me on the Steps of the Bombed Out Church is actually... Um, the Bombed Out Church is St. Luke's Church mm. in, in Liverpool, and Liverpool's uh, like my second home. Um, I, I'm, besides the fact that I follow devotedly the Liverpool Football Club. Uh, I we go have that Liverpool. in common. Yeah, oh, there you go. Um, and uh, but I go to Liverpool all the time, and the Bombed Out Church sits right in the middle of Liverpool, and it's like a meeting place for everybody. Everyone says, meet me on the stairs of the Bombed Out Church, and, mm. and, and they gravitate towards that. And this particular song was written by a Liverpudlian songwriter, Chris McIntosh, who goes by the name Silent Sleep. And uh, it's a beautiful song. I've sung it with him on, on occasions. And I thought, gee, you know, I, I have to record this song because it means so much to me. 
and he's very much in the genre that I'm working in. And not many people know the song. You know, it's not as though it ever was, was a really big song, so it's not like a cover. Um, and I'm very grateful that Chris was happy for me to do it because it just speaks so much about you know love and longing and uh, and and relationships and, uh, and 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 also echoes of Liverpool. It really is. It's beautiful. I just, it's very melodic, isn't it? It's, uh, it's just a, a love song that is. It, it's, it, as you said, it's deep longing. It's, it's got powerful emotions behind the the words and the music, and it really comes across. You can feel your love of this song. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yes, it's. Um, oh, I, I, I remember so many times. Every time I go to Liverpool, I go up to the Bondi, uh, mm. the Church, and I sit on the steps and I, I just think the song through in my head. Uh, and what it means, and what it means to, to, to people from that city. But I think it's universally themed, and you know, pe- people can, uh, can get get anything out of this song. Mm. Now, tell me about uh, "Sorry" is the uh, is the word. It uh, it's mm. being done by yourself and Elise Platt, who uh, obviously was on Neighbours. She was also Sale of the Century. You know, she is just oh, sons and daughters. You know, she's been there. She's done it. Um, yep. How did this come about? How did the duet come about between the two of you? Well, I've known Elise for so many years, but uh, I've become, I'm an absolute devotee of her music. Uh, she has three albums out, and with a fourth that's come out very soon. And her third album, Funny Little World, was the one that really grabbed me. Beautiful songwriting, and she's such a golden voice. So when I was actually talking to my producers, Lachlan Bryan and, and Damien Caffarella, we were saying, who, who should I do this duet with? We were banding names around. We, we were talking about country artists that the guys know very well. And then I thought, but what about Elise? And I said, genius, let's try this. Yeah. And Elise's voice is actually kind of really country. <laughs> I mean, she's got, she's got that genre in her voice. Um, so uh, it's the moment we sang the song together, we knew we were in the right place for this. But also, I've known Elise as a friend for so long that it made, it made sense. Uh, you know, that these two people who are speaking to each other after years after they've broken up, basically saying, hey, why did we break up? It's really because we just couldn't find that one word, that the word sorry. Uh, and there's a real sadness about the fact that they couldn't, could never reconcile themselves to that. <sighs> that's a, yeah, that's a real heart, heart puller, that one, isn't it? it? It really is. Now, when, uh, when do we see uh, Dispatches? When, uh, when does the EP come out and then when does the album come out? Oh, yeah, the Dispatches will launch on June 24th with, that, with a gig in Melbourne on the 25th to, to play it. And then... I'll also play in London uh, on July 4 and 5, launching the EP. The album will probably come up for pre-sale in September mm. with a release at the end of the year in time for, for Tamworth 2023. Fantastic. So are we going to see you nominated uh, for Tamworth? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be very funny. <laughs> I, I, I think it'd be pretty cheeky to think that um, after you know, one year of, of working in Americana that uh, <laughs> suddenly I get nominated. I, do, I was actually at the 2022 um Tamworth Festival, which was delayed to April, had the best time I've ever had at a, at a festival. Uh, had the pleasure of presenting at the Golden Guitars and meeting a lot of performers. And that family, that country music family up there uh, at Tamworth, uh, well, the industry in Australia in general, is so welcoming. Uh, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't begrudge me a nomination. No, they <laughs> no, wouldn't. No, they say so good on you. I mean, I met Troy Troy Cassidale and. Now, 40 golden guitars that man's won, oh. and he's just like the bloke next door. And you go, this, you know, this is the way it should be. That's exactly right. That's uh, It's the same. It's how, it's how Keith Urban is. It's how uh, Shannon Knoll is. You know, it, it's just they're down to earth. There's something different about uh, country music or Americana. There's just something different about them, isn't there? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I've, I've met some of the greats, and they're mm. like, 
well, I feel like they're my, just my best mates. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Now, speaking of England, you're uh, you're headed over there um, in mm. uh, in September. You're looking forward to getting back on the uh, back on the trail over there. It's been a long time yeah, with man. COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, in March, in April 2022, I was supposed to be touring uh, my Dr. Carling Conversation show, which is kind of a really fun interview show with lots of video and so forth. Touring that around the UK it was cancelled. Obviously, because of COVID, cancelled again in September that year and September 2021. Finally, mm. I'm getting it on stage. Um, but, you know, fingers crossed, of course, and doing a really nice run of dates and probably going back in 2023. The UK is like a second home to yeah. me because of uh, because of neighbours and and I've got so many fans over there who are, who are you know really really keen to have the opportunity to catch up and and, and basically tell me how sad they are that neighbours mm. is finishing. To be frank. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Well, listen, I'm actually going to be in London on the 28th of September, so I see you have a London date. I reckon I'm going to book tickets, and I, I reckon I'm going to come over and see you. I'll shout out from the end going, hey, hey, Carl, it's me, it's me, it's me, <laughs> Dr. Carl, it's me. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to see you in London, Tracy. That will be the best thing possible. <laughs> Just hilarious. Well, listen, best of luck. Congratulations. I am going to uh, to be playing your, uh, your new song. It is Meet Me on the Steps of the Bombed Out Church. Alan, thank you so much for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure to meet you, and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the rest of the EP and then the album be released. Travel safe. Best of luck on uh, on the final episode of Neighbours, and it is going to be a very bittersweet day for you and for, uh, for the Australian entertainment industry. You bet. Thank you, Tracy. I'll see you in London. My pleasure. Catch you then. Cheers. That was Alan Fletcher, and his new single has just been released. This is it. Meet me on the steps of the bombed out church. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters. Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters, and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.